Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. So here's what I don't understand about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Do they represent countries? They don't represent countries. So mm. it's just a roster of, I was going to say human beings. That's a That's stretch. Not true. That's yeah. a stretch. Many of them are hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I classify Mario as a human being, to be honest. I think he's more of a chud. <laughs> I think I think Mario's an incel. Mario I, is absolutely an incel. I think he thinks Bowser is such a Chad. Chad, yeah, Bowser's <laughs> Chad. He's like God. He just hates that the girl that he's fantasized about in his mind is getting laid. And then Wario and Waluigi. I think they're also incels, but they're like the angrier version. Like mm. like Mario is the incel that has an anime profile on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, Wario and Waluigi they run message boards. <laughs> the retrograde podcast we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should i'm andrew baskin and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting mikey air run 100 meter dash <laughs> word <laughs> i always know you don't have something when it turns into a sentence <laughs> I mean, it's like a phrase <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's, of course, Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. Back at it again, with or without the white vans. We'll leave that up to you. Um, Andrew, it's so good to have you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, what a way to start. It is, uh, thank you. Uh, it's nice to be had. Um, and I, I'm so excited. So I, we have a great game this week. Yes. That we otherwise would, this is like hitting it so perfectly on yes. the nose of what's going on in the world, what we're doing on the podcast, that we could play this game. Because otherwise, w- when would we play this game? I don't know if we ever would play no. this game. I mean, it's a 2007 release. Obviously, you've read the title. We don't need to pretend like this is a mystery to you. <laughs> it's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games mm-hmm. based on the 2008 Olympics in Beijing. Beijing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to be playing on the Nintendo DS. And Ooh. there's a big distinction. The Wii version, hard to find right now. Okay. Uh, and the DS version, um, easier to emulate. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Is but this it's, the first DS game we've done? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. We've done Game Boy games before. Yes. Like Harvest Moon. We did uh, Kirby? Link's Awakening. Uh, yeah, the or- Kirby's yeah, Adventures. Kir- Kir- uh, Kirby's Dreamland. Kirby's like Dreamland. Excuse yeah. me, thank you. Um, now, if you're new to this Fast podcast, for, <laughs> if you're new to this podcast, first of all, Thanks for joining us. Hey. Secondly, typically what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something mm-hmm. that had an effect on us one way or another. We rate the game as we remember it back in the day out of four bits. Then we take a break, play the game, play some of that audio, come back and rate and review the game as it stands in the modern day against the likes of modern games. But before getting into that, right. we just talk a little bit of bullshit. Yeah, we talk about whatever we want. Whatever we want. And you know what I want to talk about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the political climate. No, in the, oh, what? no, no. no. I, I oh, don't okay. think that's good. Yeah. I don't. Well, okay. How about this? Let's talk <laughs> yeah, about up? the uh, potential political climate mm-hmm. if the world existed in a post-apocalyptic state as if, a result of if something, if, yeah, if, if, as a result of, let's, I don't know, call it the death stranding or something oh, like that. Can okay. I talk about this for a little bit? <laughs> Can we talk about the importance of delivery during a pandemic? <laughs> and you're like, wait, you're talking about now or no? It's, you know, it's so funny, you know, people who are into games and know death stranding, that's yeah. an old joke. That's old hat. The oh, fact that when okay. death stranding first came out, hmm. it was like, no, I'm not, hmm. I'm not ripping hmm. on you. It feels really personal. <laughs> no, I'm saying that because like, you know, the thing you just said. <laughs> 
That's like only what hacky fucking shitty people do. But no. that's not personal. No, oh, okay. No, it would be, I would call it like a meme. It's a oh, meme, like, like yeah. we, we do it and we have fun with it, but we're familiar with the concept. Right, it, right, right. But when, uh, if you're not into games, this is all new to you. So, so if, even as gamers, when Death Stranding first came out, right. we were like, Kojima, you fucking whack job. Delivery and no one's willing to talk to each other and there's yeah. bunkers and delivery people are these, these like saints that everyone like is, is all like these quirky people who live in underground bunkers are super grateful for, um, and then the pandemic happens a couple months later and we're like, Kojima, you goddamn Matt Groening type, like Simpsons future predictor. Uh, but I was explaining uh, the other night that uh, I had beaten this fantastic new game. Mm -hmm. No one who I was talking to knew what it was. They also didn't know who I was. They were like, mm. what are you doing in my house? Okay. It's past midnight, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We'll call the cops. And I convinced them, just listen to my story and then I'll, I'll be on my way. Right. And I explained to them that process of like how it came out. And I could see their eyes glazing over because it was just Mikey telling another story about video games. Yeah. And then for the first time in a long time, when I hit that note of like, and then the pandemic happened and they were like, Oh my God, that oh. is exactly what it's. And they were, and then I was like, "See, Grant, games are great." And they're like, "Watch yourself, counselor. Watch it." <laughs> okay, I. You know, it's funny explaining a Kojima game out loud in just oh, text God is damn. like the the hardest thing to do in the world. Impossible. Just to say, like, yeah. And then there's this guy, and then he's this, and you're like, and you could just see the people that wouldn't like video games going like, "Yeah, that's the reason. This is the reason." The, I don't why? Like video no, that's games. such a good point. Yeah. It is. It is so typical of like if you tried to, you know, we did Contra last week, mm -hmm. and if you tried to describe a level of Contra like I did, you know, it's like there's the robots, and then at the <laughs> end of it, they, you kill the their bottom half falls off, but they're jumping at you from the top, yeah. and then a giant robot busts. Sounds his like way a in. child trying to explain a story. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I, uh, I I heard another podcast. How did this get played? Heather Ann I heard Campbell. Man. Uh, I heard men, <laughs> which is obviously a Kojima name. She described it as like kids coming in from recess trying to explain the game they just made right. up to you. Like it's yes. just none of it makes sense. That's actually a good example. But yeah. the reason, uh, and, and a Kojima game does sound like that. It sounds like what people think video games still are until you show them something like Firewatch. And you're yeah. like, no, they can be very human stories mm -hmm. and very grounded. Um, but in uh, Death Stranding, the reason I bring it up is because it's in the news, first of all. We got the director's cut coming out. Uh, it was just announced that it surpassed 5 million units sold wow. as of March of 2021. For, for such an insane game, that is absolutely oh, yeah. insane. Uh, you know, Kojima or otherwise. And uh, the third reason why I'm bringing it up is because hashtag... Mikey do finish, baby. Mikey do finish? Mikey did finish Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, Mikey do finish Death Stranding. And I felt so proud yeah. and so smug that I finished it. <laughs> You're like, why don't I do this more often? Why don't I this finish games more amazing. often? Um, so, Andrew, you did play Death Stranding. For I a did, bit, yes. Right? Uh, and now, uh, humor us, listener, as we get into it. I promise no spoilers. So, I, sure. like, you, you, don't, you don't have to uh, tune out or anything like that. Um, but where did you, whereabouts did you get? How many hours do you remember? I think I was between 30 and 40. Like I definitely put in, it's not like I like, it was like, you know, uh, like you could tell on Steam how long yes. you played for. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You played for three and a half hours. Like, well, you, I really should talk about it. was on pause at some time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so you're about at the half point mark. And that is, that is definitely one of the make or break moments for, for a lot of people in, yeah. in the game. But I, I reached another point, probably 12 or 15 hours after that. And that's kind of when I was, I was at my limit with it. I was like, I don't know if I can get, like now it's getting a little bit repetitive. And then everyone who I spoke with was like, you got to keep going. And yeah. sure enough, right after that point in time, things really picked up. And in true Kojima fashion, this game could not stop ending. It just continued <laughs> to end for like four hours. And then there was another ending. And, and then, then there, there was, was another, another one. Yeah. Another. It, they roll credits like two or three times in this game. Yeah. 
And each time you think like, oh, I guess that's it. Like the whole story is building up to one climax. Climax. You you hit that climax, which I've never done yeah, in my life. Say, how's that? How's that? What's that like? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> and uh, and then the credits roll, and then all of a sudden that is not even close to what the story's about anymore. Yeah. And then it keeps expanding, expanding, which is fine. I expect that with Kojima, but you know what I would love is like. You know, if you go to uh, 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 a theme park or something like that, sure. and there's a big line, it's yeah. like, from this point, 45 minutes oh, in yeah. the lineup, just get a flasher on screen and be like, show me his way. <laughs> but wouldn't that be amazing, though, if they did that and you're like, oh, no way, there's 30 more minutes from yes. here? Yes. Like, I just watched Norman Reedus and the, ba- and the baby shake hands. And I didn't need <laughs> I Like, I saw him handshake. Like, we knew what we did together. Andrew, you, you get that closure. Not literally that, but like it wouldn't surprise me if you did. Yeah. You get that closure and then you have three and a half hours left, not half an hour. Oh, it really? insane how long <laughs> this game ends for. But, uh, you know, it's fun to make fun of it. Yes. But the experience of this end, like what I consider the true ending of this game, mm-hmm. um, which all I'll say is it has a lot to do with being on a beach, which isn't really spoiling okay. anything. Beaches nope. are a part beach of the game. Is a big part of the game. Uh, and if you know, you know. It's was one of the most unique video game experiences I've ever had in my life. Wow. Kojima has this way of making you as the as the 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 gamer, the 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 person who's experienced the narrative feel what the characters is character is feeling, whether it's like in Metal Gear, I don't know if you ever played, I think it was Metal Gear 4. Mm. And there's this point where you have to crawl through this uh, this hallway yeah, and you have to just continuously yeah. tap and yeah. it's literally like 15 minutes of you just <laughs> furiously tapping similar to a Metal Gear Solid uh, tactical espionage action of course when you're being tortured and you have to uh, resist the torture by yeah. tapping as hard as you can yeah. like that similar thing this one is more about just subduing all of your sensory overload and just forcing you to sit and think and and just absorb information yeah. in a way that is so antithetical to what our lives are like nowadays. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can imagine a lot of people during the end of this game pull their phone out and start like looking at it, but it, like that's the opposite yeah. of what it's it's supposed to do. Regardless, if you if you are on the fence about beating this game, play it. It is one of the most memorable video game experiences I've ever had. Wow, one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say it's like top five. Top five? Um, no, I wouldn't say it's top oh, five. Okay. But like, if you ask me top 10, 15, 20, like I have to start considering it. Wow. It is a very special game. Are you going to play Director's Cut? I thought I wasn't. I oh. really thought I wasn't because I couldn't have imagined, I couldn't imagine going back to there being no roads, no zip lines, no vehicles for yeah. the first eight hours of the game. Yeah. But by the end of it, there is one mission that kind of strips everything back again and forces you to essentially redo the first mission. Yeah. And it is such a, a, a freeing experience. Yeah. You know, removing everything else from it and just walking. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand, and I'm trying to like like form this thought in my head before I tweet it, but okay. I, I have something that I want to say, which Let's is like- say it on the podcast. I'll say it on the podcast. Yeah. Free form. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go back and forth. Um all of the mechanics uh-huh. that I hate most about the games that I hate are thrown into the Island of Misfit Toys and Kojima takes those elements and makes one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. That is 
it literally that gave me goosebumps thinking about but it's it's all of the worst elements all the things i hate most about certain games he takes exactly those elements and makes something brilliant out of it that's genius it's mm. absolutely genius just walking from point a to point b what do i hate about red dead redemption yeah, walking, you know, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it's get on your horse go oh, here my do God, this fucking hell. A, oh horse no rod like the wind bullseye <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Oh, God damn I, I was so like, you're aware of this, right? You know what <laughs> you you're know doing. You I'm like staring at you. Like, you know you said Red Dead, so you know what you're going to... Oh, you did It was say too it. quick. It was too quick. Um, but that is something to say, you know, just a master of gameplay mechanics and narrative and and making me enjoy things in spite of myself. That's yeah. Hideo Kojima. Well, that's amazing. It's just like, you know, with, with so many like great pieces of art that you're like, oh, I didn't get around to it. And then so you start Googling stuff to go like, well, what was the game yeah, like? Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I have no interest in doing that for Death Stranding and it's just mostly because Hideo Kojima I'm just like well it's not gonna make any fucking sense anyway no, honestly so it's that- not like an M. Night Shyamalan movie where you're not gonna go see old <laughs> so you look up you go well so what was old oh it was this okay cool I'm gonna read it with a Kojima thing and go like so I, I think I'm further away from the answer than when I knew nothing <laughs> well speaking of, of uh, M. Night Shyamalan yeah. though why is it that every time a new M. Night Shyamalan movie is announced mm-hmm. people forget that the last M. Night Shyamalan movie that came out was fucking garbage see and, I and then another one comes out and we're like i can't believe this movie was garbage i actually i disagree actually it's old getting pretty good reviews really it's like a b oh wow yeah like here's the thing here's my un, maybe unpopular hot take on m night Shyamalan. we should appreciate we have him like we should appreciate that there's someone actually making movies that are original and you know what and if you don't like them that's totally fine but at least they're unique in the world of landscape of movies this isn't the 80s where we're making like dramas for 30 million dollars yeah. anymore or like independent like you know unique pieces that at least maybe not on their own right are good but push the movie industry into doing something different I think it's important that we have people like them because every movie that comes out now is either IP of something right or whatever and we have one guy that's just making weird movies and even though I might not like them, I'm like, I'm glad he's making them. Yeah, I don't know that I would ascribe that level of artistic merit to him, though. I think he kind of flukes his way into getting that because I don't think he knows how to tell a good story. Mm. I think it's great that he's attempting things, but I feel like we're putting him up. I think I think the almost the opposite. He continues to get money and to make these movies because people think he's doing more than, the, than he actually is. Oh, it's I, like, I... it's easy, you know... I don't think that uh, anyone but him would get funded to make movies like this because they're bad movies. But because his name is M. Night Shyamalan and he did The Sixth Sense and Signs, mm. I think that he keeps getting a pass to be like, maybe his next one will be good. Because there's always a semblance of something very good in his movies. Yeah. I'll give him that. Well, no, I agree with you. But there's lots of directors out there. And I, and a lot of them are just so shitty. And yeah. they're just making drivel. This guy's actually making like creative projects. I think we, like this is actually also an issue with like general content or art, depending on how you put it, in, in, in everything. Unless it's like perfect or incredibly niche, it's nothing. Right. Once you start lying in the middle of anything, people yeah, dismiss yeah, 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 it yeah. out of hand and they yeah. go, well, this isn't anything. And you're like, because it's not a Marvel movie that people love True. or it's not the best picture of the year. And even the best picture though, like even you look back on the last couple of years, those top 10, everyone's got like, Paint those four numbers. movies suck. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These are the best 10 hypothet- yeah, hypothetical yeah, 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 yeah. movies here. I don't know. I just, I just, I fear that we like take these guys down and we go like, they suck. And you're like, when's the last one you saw? And I haven't seen the last five. I have, I have literally seen all of them. Like you've seen I, all of I, them. I watch every because I am the well, same. I'm not, I'm not talking about you, but I'm just saying, like, out of hand. It we, sounds like you're talking about me. Well, it sounded like you were talking about me earlier, and now I'm talking about you. And so, like, when you called me a hack, now I'm saying yeah. you don't know anything about movies. Well, you might be right about that, <laughs> and but I, I might know be a hack. I'm right about that. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm trying to say is that, like, 
same way with, uh, you know, Hideo Kojima and all these yeah. other like oddball people that are making weird art. I think it's important that we give people the opportunity to do that. And if the results are middling, that's fine. But I bet you like Island of Misfit Toys and shit like that will find ways to use stuff in the future that are interesting. I, no, that's a good point. I do agree. I, I want more people taking big swings <laughs> yeah. like that. I didn't think I'd wake up today defending M. Night Shyamalan. So okay? That's the thing is, is and I, I think you're <laughs> on the side that I often find myself on with a lot of things where it's like, I don't want to be making this argument, no. but I think people pull too hard on the other side of the string too much. Yeah. And then you end up sounding like a fanatic where it's like, no, he's just okay. He's mm -hmm. not shit though. That I totally get. Well, yeah, like, and even if he should, even if the last couple of movies were shit, I think it's important that he makes these movies. Cause it's like, you know, like you're saying like, uh, we can let him keep making movies and they suck. But it's like, I'd rather let him making shitty movies than like, I don't know, like who's a shitty director? Like Len Weissman. Uve Bowl. Uve Bowl. <laughs> like there's all these like middling directors that keep getting work yeah, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh, but they don't, they don't even have a voice. They don't have, they just make yeah. movies for movie's sake. And you're like, eh. Yeah, he's know. definitely more of an auteur than, Very much than, so. than a lot of other writers and directors who are out there right he's now. He's the Hitchcock of our time. He's man. absolutely <laughs> the Hitchcock of our time. I was just going to say that in I the sense that I right hope now. he gets murdered in a shower. No, I don't know. Um, uh, but because uh, we, yes. we got on this from Kojima. And, yes. and I do want to say this as sort of a, an end to Death Stranding. The story is fun, but it is dog shit. <laughs> It is dog shit. The, every there is every this game exists in this weird dual space where mm -hmm. everything is simultaneously fantastic, phenomenal, yeah. and dog shit. <laughs> it's, it's a dichotomy. It's honestly really <laughs> juxtaposition, I, and, and I think it is that 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 self accepted weirdness that Kojima brings to it, and the complete unhinged nature of the narrative yeah. that makes it good, yeah, um, in spite of itself. I did. There are so many people that love Kojima out there, and I, I, I am with you in the the short time I spent with this game. Short time, whatever, yeah, a couple thirty hours. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say that, but whatever. Or or all of his other ones, who, all of his other games, which I really like. Right. But I, I fear sometimes that I say I'm like, but his storytelling's really on the nose, if not just gauche or bad. It's too on the nose. And for and then sure. people are like, well, you just don't get it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And I used to go like, well, I probably don't. And yes. now I'm starting to confident enough to go, no, I think I do, and it's just bad, guys. You know what I think it is? I think. I think that Kojima is so aware of his absurdity that he puts the the actual on the nose narrative out there yeah. as 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 the as the the top layer but the mechanics of the game and what you do in the game ends up meaning so much more. And a lot yeah. of people can't look past the the silliness of the narrative because like, I don't think that's where the metaphor is. I don't think that's where the art is. Yeah. I think that's just a nice wrapping. But when you peel that away inside, you do have these mechanics that mm. really speak to like, you know, dealing with the internet and connection and yeah. all these things. I don't think that the relationship between the characters as an allegory to your relationship with your cell phone is powerful. I think it's more about the way you interact interact your relationship with packages and mm -hmm. NPCs. That's where the meaning comes from. Yeah. And the story is just take it or leave it. That's fine. Yeah. That's like, that's just, just like icing sugar on top of it. It doesn't, doesn't make the meal. You right. Know? You don't need it, but it's there. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, unrelated to all that, I've never watched so many episodes of Drive with Norma Wright, Norma Rita. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there's any reason why, but I've watched the season like four or five times. I think, I think that the, so if you don't know somehow <laughs> the, 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 the the, the show on AMC Drive with Norman Reedus is heavily advertised in the game Death Stranding where the main character is played by Norman Reedus. Right. <laughs> the fact that that show I don't think exists anymore. I'm not sh It aired, right? I don't even know. <laughs> but let's assume that we're playing a game that's in the future at a time where a show 
Wait, we're playing this game in the past yeah. at a time when the show, which apparently is in the future, has already been canceled. Yeah. That is so Kojima. <laughs> I, like, I, that is even He'll never take it me. out of the game, too. No, no, not at all. I know. It's uh, a very fourth wall breaking, well, I would say, like, scene, but it, it constantly happens. Always. Every time you're wall, in your dorm cell thing. There is no fourth wall. You're yeah. in the game with well, it. it at, at points, Norman Reedus taps on the screen yes. at you and yes. stuff like that, which yeah. is like, he's like, I smell. Let's yeah. get in the shower. You're like, <laughs> hey, what? Come on, come shower with me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so all of that weird narrative uh, it has just kind of like conflated my head. I'm 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 still on track. I'm I'm playing Majora's Mask again. I oh. I, I, I am going to beat that. I went back to play a bunch of Contra Three: The Alien Wars. So you did. I I I did. I fucking still love that game. Absolutely love it. Um, the the obviously the the palate cleanser. I know that I had uh, the month hashtag Overwatch. Overwatch. I wasn't going to play Overwatch. Uh, I've been tempted to play it, mm. uh, but I think now would be a great time for us to get a little bit serious and talk about everything that's going on at Activision Blizzard. Oh yeah, I, I'm glad. I, let's please do because I don't think it's you know not that people need our opinions on this necessarily because no. the narrative is taking place without us. Uh, but you know, we have a video game podcast and it would be almost weird if we didn't address it. Yeah. Cause if you're sitting at home going, what are you talking about? Yes. Well, that's what we're here to fill you in. Yeah. On. So the Activision Blizzard scandal, uh, is, uh, it stems from a lawsuit where employees, uh, it's, it's, I think a class action lawsuit where the employees of, of Blizzard mm -hmm. have, uh, formed together to accuse leadership and management of fostering a culture of misogyny, uh, preventing women from getting promotions for roles that they uh, would otherwise deserve, yeah. uh, for not punishing men who are uh, behaving in, in bad ways yes. in, in, the, in, the, in the workplace environment, including things like the, the cubicle crawls where, where people like get drunk and crawl through the cubicles, which is apparently a real thing and was, was really bad, which is absurd. Jesus. Now, that was bad enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then what kind of snowballed was Activision's uh, response, their leadership's response yes, to yes. the issue. And I think that's where things have kind of taken another life. You know, there is the issue of the, the lawsuit, which mm -hmm. is incredibly serious and mm -hmm. awful, just yeah. absolutely awful. And now there is the issue of the reaction to the initial issue, yeah. which is very of the time. Mm. You know, the, this isn't over yet. It's just begun and we're already reacting to the reaction, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, how, how much of the, is this kind of like, does this match yeah, your, your this, awareness? This of, sounds of, about right. You know, there's been, it's been an ongoing story and especially with uh, after the initial lawsuit and then, yeah, then the press releases and then people went, whoa, that's, yeah. the, that's what the response was? Like, I love the CEO and the main one was, we dropped the ball. And you're like, that is such a, corporate jargon. That is such a very loose term of what you guys did. So here, here is where I will kind of like separate myself from where the narrative is going. Uh, you know, obviously you want a much stronger message from the leadership team. Yeah. Uh, from a, a moral and humane standpoint, the, 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 the employees are owed that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But this is the real world and we're now dealing with a lawsuit where all of the members of management have been briefed probably for 20 hours straight from lawyers, corporate lawyers, from their heads up, their hires up saying, don't fucking say anything unless it's run by us. We have to, 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 uh, uh, put out our, our responses together here because anything we say from this point on could theoretically, uh, even like if you apologize now, mm -hmm. that is going to be held against you in the event of the lawsuit, right. everything will come, come out in the wash. And I don't love that. 
But that is the landscape that is created as a result of a lawsuit. Sure. And the lawsuit should come forward. Yeah. But don't act surprised that management is not condemning themselves right now. Yeah. Because if they go out and do that, even though that would be the right thing to do, um, legally, they're opening themselves up to mm -hmm. potentially bankrupting the entire company. And I know a lot of people are thinking that would be the right thing to do. Yeah. I don't agree with that, though. Yeah, I you know I I don't know that like to go to to go to extremes like that. I think I think there's a lot of employees. It sounds like hundreds of employees yeah. that are that are owed you know whatever comes to them, and they deserve a fight, and that and that and that's good. And and Activision Blizzard should feel ashamed of themselves. They, sh they should be ashamed. They should yeah. be scared. Yeah, but they, I, and you should be. And I I could care less about the lawsuit. And the you know I understand what you're saying. Mike. Yeah, and I think that's totally fair and stuff like that. I just I since that since that you know what are we yeah. gonna do? Okay, no. Well, no. like let's let's if it's not that, then I hope they pay out every single dollar that they do. And and if it hurts the company, you know the problem is is like on the Activision side, uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> fair, I think Call of Duty will sell just as yes. many uh, copies yes. next week. But is that like you know Blizzard side can be a little bit more. Uh, not emotional, but there is a certain uh, certain level of attachment that people have to oh, those games, yes. yeah, much yeah, more yeah, than yeah. they do to Call of Duty or something yeah. like that. Yeah, the the World of Warcraft, yeah. the Overwatch. It's a story that people invest themselves in, and yeah. it becomes part of their personality and character. They almost take it personally, the lawsuit, as though it's against them somehow. Because uh, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and, and even their games, you know, impart something onto their their users. Yep. I know, I co-host a podcast right. with one of them, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So I just think it's like, it's it's tough to hear that from people that you entrust to make these big personality or world altering decisions for right. certain individuals at home. And then they, what do you have to say about it? And they're like, we can't say anything about it. And you're like, well, that sucks. It does suck. And it does. And it you, does. You're right too. And it just, but it also does suck. So what, what, what worries me about it is that we, I think we get caught up in the meta, meta narrative as opposed to what the actual issue is. And I think let, you know, let's hang them out to dry in court. If we're now litigating the response prior to that, yeah. then, then I think it draws attention away from the fact that like it, the the focus is now on on uh, them as bad people than than the victims who you know we should be supporting. Mm -hmm. it, and and I think a lot of people may believe and may be doing this earnestly that uh, that by now going after management, you are supporting the victims. But I feel hmm. like it takes the power away from what the core issue of this is, and that is the workplace harassment, workplace yeah. assault. Uh, the demand for an apology right now is just, I hate to say it, but kind of unrealistic. You're, you're just... You're just not going to get it. And we mm. shouldn't be surprised by that. And I say this as someone who wants it. Yeah. I'm just not surprised that they're not giving us anything yeah. because legally they would be stupid to, they, 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 it, it, you know, yeah. they're, they're running a business, whatever it's all I'm saying, give it some time. They will get in a ton of trouble for this. The lawsuit will go through. Don't, so. don't lose sight. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I shouldn't say it. Maybe they won't. I, Maybe hope they won't so. I don't know. Yeah. That's like, that's where people will go like cancel culture. Yeah. People don't get canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, like it, it, it's disappointing also because this is a company that we've talked about a lot in the podcast yeah, totally. that we, we've given a lot of airways to and a lot of our own personal time to, and we expect better yes. from the people that give it these games. So we hope that this will, I don't know. There's a lot of issues in the video game industry. I, this is maybe not even possibly the tip of the iceberg and that we hope that makes waves and gets better people in the industry and some worse people out. If anything, hopefully this, uh, this gets us one step closer to uh, larger unions in the gaming industry. Well, exactly. Yeah. Cause we didn't even talk about the workplace rights thing, which is right. like they overwork these people. And like, <laughs> I imagine that they're in the comments of some Kotaku article about <laughs> harassment at blizzard. Somebody's like, when's overwatch two coming? Yes, exactly. And you're like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, priorities yeah, yeah. at one at a time, but we thought we'd talk about that. We'd love to keep talking about this, this is a big issue. And, uh, and, uh, and we are, we are open to talk. So this is something we 
we'll keep talking about as it progresses and go from there. Yep. Um, or we'll shut our pretty little mouths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But not before we uh, uh, get into the Olympic spirit, Andrew. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. I, Mikey, I'm so glad we're doing this game. Like I said, it is hitting at a perfect time. Yes. The Olympics, it's happening right now. It is. For some reason in Tokyo. Um, <laughs> the 2020 Olympics are happening right now in 2021 in Tokyo. I love the branding. They're like, yeah, fuck it. Don't change it. They did like, the same with the Euros. Yeah. Oh, and, like, they? Think about how much money they would have to spend to change the logos alone. Like someone got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. make that logo. Add a one to it. There's another $300,000. You know what I mean? Like, I know. like just keep it as it is. I, it's probably something about record keeping. Like this that is officially the 2020 well. Olympics. It's yeah. not, it's not signifying the year. It's like the brand or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Um, and so it's happening right now <laughs> to, to a fanless audience in Tokyo while cases search. But it's, it's, the Olympics are something that I've loved for a long time. Sure. They are incredibly nostalgic, even while they're happening. Do you they love are, it ironically or just on its face? Or well, do you not know? Is it like I'm my not, relationship with Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. And I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. Cause there is like that, like jingoistic, like national pride element to yes. it. There is the like art campy nonsense. There's the, the literal stage aspect of it, of like the closing and opening ceremonies, which are always weird, but I so weird. love. Yeah. Like it's so strange. It's all, it's wow. Are there so many clowns in every country? <laughs> every opening ceremony is a bunch of people doing clown work. And you're like, how did that happen? Andrew, you a couple weeks ago said that <laughs> clowns aren't human. Now you're mm. accusing countries of having too many clowns. Well, you're going to get a clown action lawsuit <laughs> against you someday. Up to the courthouse, a limo is going to pull out and a thousand clowns are going to come out of it. I can't apologize to these clowns. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say what I did or did not say to these clowns. Um, is, but you I, did paint a frowny, a little frowny face but on yes, you. Yeah. But does this show you something? <laughs> and then I look up with a nose very sad. Uh, I'm a hobo uh, clown uh, this time. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you in university, I took for credit a class of clowning? No. Yeah. Andrew, how do I not know this about you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I took- We've talked about clown school on this podcast. Yeah, I guess I kind of went to clown school for a, sem <laughs> for a semester. Um, yeah, I went, to, I went to clown school. You, <laughs> you can't be half pregnant and you can't kind of go to clown school. <laughs> yeah, I, I did my toe in the clown college. Um, no, I was at a, an accredited university and for part of my, like, uh, my, my arts degree is that you took a class in, in clowning. Well, it was an elective. I chose to do this, yeah. but it is fascinating. Let I me, bet. I it bet. It is fascinating. The character work that they do of saying like, I am now this character yes, and you can't break character. And it's because a lot of these people now, like there's not like circuses and stuff anymore. A lot of these people do stuff like with like sick kids and stuff like that. And it's like hospitals and stuff. So like a lot of it is like, you can't break character. Yes. And it's like this life that they did. And so much so, I can't believe I'm talking about this. So much so the Jonathan Majors who was in, uh, who was, who was now going to be Kang in the next yeah. Marvel universe and stuff like that. He was doing some kind of like horse shit, like GQ, like my things I can't live without. And a red nose was one of them. He ca I carried everywhere. He goes, Oh no, I did a lot of clowning. And when no. I put it, and he talked about it and it triggered every memory I had. I'm like, I've heard people talk like this before. And I'm like, oh wait, I had a professor that talked like this. Professor Clown, of course. And uh, <laughs> and it was like, I was just like, oh my God. So now it's coming up today. There you go. God damn, what was your clown's name? I don't think I got that far. It was only one semester. Oh, Andrew. Maybe if I was a minor in clowning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
mean, they have there course. are some clowns that aren't allowed minors, though, so aren't allowed <laughs> near minors. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get that far, but it's uh, I found it very fascinating. God um, damn. Yeah, I know. So, okay, back to the Olympics and clowning. Yes. Um, I actually, I always love this element of it. I love that it's like every four years, if it happened every year, it wouldn't have the same appeal. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the World Cup or things yep. like that, too. But the opening ceremony of being so performative and like, you know, even Tokyo, like, so the last time Tokyo hosted Olympics was 1965. Right. And every country brought uh, seeds from their, like their native lands and stuff like that. And they grew them in the old park of the Olympics. This year for the rings, they chopped down a few of those trees and made the Olympic rings this year. With oh, them. that's really cool. See, there's shit like that where it's like, it's so dumb, but then every once in a while I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, just the, the, the reason for the existence of the Olympics mm -hmm. is cool in and of itself. Yeah. All of the world's armies would come together and compete to see who had the best army, not to kill each other. It was yeah. just like, that's why javelin is a thing. Yeah. That's why ice skating is the thing. Cause the Greeks used to be great at ice skating <laughs> yes. uh, around the, that's actually how they survived oh, uh, in, in, uh, in the, the, the movie 300. Wow. Which is a factually correct movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 302, you know, or whatever it would have been, would just like, like chill out or something. Yeah, like that. well, they they figured that they stood on one side of an ice rink and mm. then all, the Persian army marched towards them and then mm. the ice broke because there were too many of them. Like that, elephants, things like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think in their nature, it is a kind of a funny part of like, it's so basic human existence. Like, hey, who's the fastest? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the strongest? Yeah. Like, it's like, it does, it gets you down to your core. And so, you know, obviously when, you know, when Mario and his army and Sonic and his army showed up to the Olympics, you know, it was one of those ones like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's not fight. <laughs> let's let's make love. Honestly, that's one thing that you can say about the Mario universe. They're very good at letting bygones be bygones. <laughs> they're golfing together. Golfing. Yeah. They're playing tennis. They're 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 uh, kicking balls on the soccer field. Yeah. They're doing other, playing baseball together. They all have a big fight together. Racing together. <laughs> Racing together. And then Mario's like, "Hang on a sec." Yeah grabs Bowser by the tail, swings him around a nice, little bit and throws nice. him into a bomb. That's I, not fair play. I love that. I just like the idea that Mary's like, hey, let's uh, let's call this race a little short. What year is it? Oh <laughs> man, we need to go to the Olympics. Holy shit. And they're like, oh, let's go. You know, when did this, so do you know well, off the top of your head when this first game happened? Because I, I just find the relationship between Sega and Sonic and the partnership with the Nintendo very interesting. So it is, I'm glad you brought that up because th this is a fascinating story. It came out in 2007 mm -hmm. for the Wii, 2008 for the uh, Nintendo DS. Yep. Uh, it was right around the time where, I mean, it's a little bit after, but Sega was out of the hardware game at this point. Yeah. So they were focusing on third-party titles and they got their relationship with Nintendo uh, got a lot stronger as a result of that because they weren't a competitor now in the hardware space. A lot of their first-party games would be released on, on the Nintendo consoles, right? right? Now, the concept of Mario and Sonic getting together in a in a game was something that was kind of being like whispered at in mm. in back alleys between uh Yuji uh Yuji Naka and uh and, and Shigeru Miyamoto okay. uh, the creators of Sonic and yeah. uh and 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 uh what's his name Mario, Mario. The, the incel the, the Pepsi famous and Coke incel. of our time yes exactly yeah, yeah, yeah blue and red too actually kind of works um because they were talking it's like wouldn't it be cool if these guys were together in a game but they couldn't think about how to make it to make it work if, if that's pepsi and coke is pac-man rc cola oh what? no pac-man it was it was was you know i think it would be more Who, like who's the third in that the, well rc cola implies the, worse right crash well, bandicoot is probably the rc cola oh, crash bandicoot yeah. is rc cola yeah 100 yeah, yeah. um i uh i think i think pac-man would be like 
tab. Lemon bubbles. Because <laughs> it existed so much before. It was like there's the actual, lemon bubble drink. There's actual cocaine in the yes, drink. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the the final idea to have Mario and Sonic together was as a result of the of Nintendo and Sega acquiring the IOC rights, the Olympic right. uh, International Olympic Committee yes. licensing, which is not an easy thing to do. They are incredibly strict. They disband essentially after every Olympics, so it's hard to mm-hmm. maintain your licensing, things like that. But one of their key tenets is the idea of sportsmanship and also uh, making sure that women wear less clothes and if they try <laughs> to wear more, to find them. Um, <laughs> that was such an odd story in the way that like, that we want to wear something different. I understand. We are truly disappointed by this decision because we like to sell you for your bodies. Right. But we understand. No, I'm going to fine you yes. if you wear something. Oh, okay. All right. Absurd. Cool. So, yes. so, but yes, that and sportsmanship. <laughs> okay. And bribes. And they bribes. love bribes. They love bribes. Oh, they Bribing love women to wear less clothes <laughs> by threatening to fine them if they don't. Yes. Um, the, I guess that would be blackmail. Either way. Um, the, uh, so, the other key tenant, sportsmanship. Yep. Because the IOC is just fair play the yes, whole time. 100%. Um, of everything is above board. Everything is above board. Yep. Everything's above board. Um, the, the, uh, the idea was, why don't we then put Mario and Sonic, who Sonic was created as a competition to Mario, yes, yes. As, as Sega's attempt to get market share back. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, these guys are naturally rivals. Yeah. Why don't we put them together in the same game to show the IOC's tenant of sportsmanship, sport, sportsmanship yes. and nudity. Yes. And that's- the- Well, Sonic doesn't wear any clothes. So. Sonic doesn't wear any yeah. clothes. He that's hangs right. dong hard. <laughs> uh, but that kind of a cool idea that it's like, let's get these guys together on the premise that we're going to be embodying one of the quote unquote core tenants of the IOC, mm-hmm. which is sportsmanship. You know, we're, 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 we're not only having rivals compete and it's not Mario versus Sonic, it's Mario and Sonic, and Sonic. at the Olympics. At the Olympics. At the Olympics. Not- Versus the like right, the, right. Like, yeah, they take over the Olympics battle or at something. the. Uh, it was yeah. just very like, uh, uh, just like like Norman Rockwell e. Just like <laughs> yeah. let's all get together and and just the idea as well that it wasn't just these fictional mascots getting together, mm-hmm. but it was Nintendo and Sega getting together. I like the right? idea. It's just Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. They're just like attending events, going <laughs> yeah. to food, like, buying things at the gift shop, yeah, gift shop, yeah, supporting local you know patrons, things yes, like that. Exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Chopping something. down trees that were planted in 1965 <laughs> to create Olympic rings. <laughs> you know, it's funny that so I do want to say at the Tokyo. Uh, at the opening ceremonies too. They really jumped in two feet in with their video game culture there. They played songs from so many video games during I, the, I, during the to opening To be honest, ceremony. I haven't seen a second of the Olympics. What are I you know, talking I just, about? I, I should, I just don't. I no, just don't. it does really matter. But I didn't see the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony was totally fine, but it was like, you know, so muted because people are really a big part of that. Because there's just like 100,000 people in there, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, a huge part was that they played like 10 different video game songs in just different aspects oh, that's in cool. the background. It wasn't like even like, Hey, you know, like fucking video games. Yes. Like we did it, you know? No, it's like, it's just part of their culture in the background. It was really, really cool. I think that actually says a lot about video games and their cultural significance in Japan versus Canada and, or North or, Oh yeah, or, it's or part or of their culture. In general, it, it is a part of it as opposed to a, like almost a counterculture. Like if yeah. I say video games, 
I'm immediately painted with a certain brush. Whereas yeah. it's like, if you say video games in, in Japan, it's almost like, well, yeah, I know for everyone, like yeah. it's part of, it's part of the, oh, the culture. For sure more. it is. So it's cool that that's part of the background and mm -hmm. it's not, it's not something that's added on to be like a separate thing pandering to a specific audience. It's just like, Hey guys, this is part of what we do now. Oh, totally. You know, and, and much like, you know, like there, there were lots of different moments of the thing that, you know, like, and lots of identifiable moments that you can remember of like what you think Japan is, yeah. but they didn't have like a geisha holding a hands of Pac-Man <laughs> and like running it through and go like, Oh, right. Yeah. They oh didn't. yeah. And when I, when that leaked that they weren't having it, mm -hmm. I, that's why I didn't watch the yeah, out of protest. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have all the Activision Blizzard employees walking out from their job and I'm walking out just like, bring back the geisha and Pac-Man. Like, Wait a second. You guys dude. here for the geisha Pac-Man thing too? <laughs> what? What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, good to laugh again, Mikey. Uh, we're Jesus healing the world Christ. with comedy. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, 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 here's a funny story that I always think of when I think of Beijing 2008. I was in a hockey camp as a young kid, and it was when Toronto was making a bid for the Olympics yeah. in 2008. Yeah. And I knew that that was, whatever, six years away or something like that. It was that. the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it was uh, so longer than that. Yeah, yeah. maybe like it's, eight, nine years. You ago. get it, like because they just named Brisbane in 2032 is going to be the thing. So Holy you're it's over. It's over ten years away yeah. usually. So I remember having this conversation. We were driving home with my. I, I was driving home with my mom from hockey camp, and I was really bummed out that Toronto didn't win the bid. I, I thought oh. it would be really cool, just because yeah. I don't know yeah. what goes into it. No, whatever. of course. I think it would have ended up being very cool. But I was having the conversation with my mom, and uh, I was like, oh, because then I'd be so excited for 2008. I'd be 18 years old and like this and that. And I, I was just, I was, but in my mind, it was a year that was never going to come. And no. my mom said, but then that means you're 18 years old and you're going to be moving away to university. And she got like really sad about it. Jeez. And, and that's kind of a, a, an aside, but for me, it was more about the fact that I'm like 10 years will never come. Right. And now we are more than 10 years removed from it on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, life just keeps fucking happening. <laughs> Was that the point what you're getting to? Basically. What? <laughs> Slow down. I love the idea that it's moved so far, Mikey, that we're hosting a retro video game podcast about a video game about that, that Olympics. About the year that would have been the future for me. Yeah. Jeez. Holy shit, man. Wow. That's crazy. I know. Um, so in this game, there are uh, 24 sports to play, Andrew, or 24 events. Did you play this game when it came out? I, I know I've never played this game. I haven't either. I'm, But I've always wanted to. Same with me. I, okay. It's always a morbid curiosity whether it's Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics, the Olympics, all that stuff. Right. I was always very curious what it would actually be like. And as I was doing research on this, I was like, holy shit, this game was very well received. And one of the reasons I say that is because it won the best Wii game of 2007 at GamesCon. Whoa! You would think. Oh. This reminded me, like a uh, uh, um, uh, Hideo Kojima narrative. Okay. The Wii was dog shit. <laughs> Here are the games it was up against in 2007. The, the words Mikey said the most in this podcast. Narrative, sportsmanship, and dog shit. Dog shit. Dog shit. <laughs> um, so Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, good one. Yeah. Right? Tiger Woods 07, interesting hey. thing on, on the Wii. Yeah. Mario Party 8, interesting, yeah. but, but not that, that well received. we're probably going to be playing eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Uh, Raymond Raving Rabbids 2. Wow. Um, my French coach. Of course. Obviously, my Spanish coach. <laughs> we fit. They split the votes. They split, they <laughs> yeah. split the votes. They were going to be the winner. They were sure. going to be the winner. 
Uh, we fit and no more heroes. No more heroes actually yeah. being a legit category on there. And we fit being maybe the most popular video game of all time. Wait, what? Is we that fit? True? Oh, we sports. Oh, we sports. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Because they sold one with every week. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this did end up selling 10 million units. And when, when, so I was surprised when I'm like, Wii game of 2007, like there had to have been something more because that's a year after launch or two years after launch, mm -hmm. a year and a half or so. Um, the actual reviews of this game though, <laughs> for the best Wii game of 2007, yeah. it had a 67% oh, on Metacritic. No. Proving my point. Oh, this is the, this goes back to the Oscars thing? No, that the, I made the, earlier. The Wii is oh. dog shit. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot that you <laughs> thought it was dog shit. Dog shit. And and this is coming from someone who slept over at a Walmart so I could get my hands on it day one. One Up gave it a C plus, EGM a six, a seven, and a six out of ten. GameSpot a six, and IGN probably being paid off by the IOC as as maybe they're wont to do a seven point nine out of ten. Oh, I thought it was um, gonna be like a nine point six or something. That would have been funny. From the East German judge. But I, I do think that like there could be uh something redeeming about this. I think that you and I will have fun playing this in short bursts. Yes, I, I think there's something to be said about the different different uh, sports you can play. Some will be awful, some might be okay. Yes. I think that helps. And I think there's a certain level of like B game where it's just competition that you and I can get our head around pretty fast. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Um, I, I think that we're going to play each mini game once and yep. probably not want to do it again. Yes. But that yes. one time through might actually be a little so bit of fun. 24 sports. There's 20 there's there's so there's different events and then the events are kind of broken down oh, into different sports. Very so good. the <laughs> events are athletics, gymnastics, which mm -hmm. I guess no that, that makes a difference. Yeah. Shooting, archery, rowing, aquatics, fencing and table tennis. Uh, and then there's also dream events on there which are kind of like quote-unquote Olympic events, but like items, power-ups. Oh. It's more Mario-themed and okay. Sonic-themed in there, right? So there's oh. like on the DS, there's a canoeing one where you can get a, a Mario Kart power-ups, for example. Cool. It's like a decent idea. I'm surprised I, they put shooting in there. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not- Mario sh shooting a gun? Well, the, the, I mean, it's a BB gun. Uh, yeah, and he uh, Mario. Well, Mario's isn't. <laughs> yeah, he's Mario's been stockpiling. <laughs> yeah. He has a nail bomb in there somewhere. <laughs> There's a target. He, he just hucks a ma a mason jar full of sh <laughs> shards of glass. And he's he's been reading the Anarchist Manifesto. Yes, yes, he yes. knows how to build a bomb. Anarchist cookbook, right? Anarchist cookbooks and me. the Communist Manifesto, but they are often sold together. <laughs> I think I did combine those. <laughs> I think two. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think I bought one on Amazon, and the bottom is like other people like you this made, as yeah. well. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, frequently cool. bought together. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. My, I don't have enormously high expectations for this, but I yeah, am, I like the idea of something so playful. It feels very Nintendo to be like, let's just throw our best characters at the Olympics because why not? We can, yeah. right? I'm just shocked it wasn't like Mario went like, oh, fuck them, we'll just do our own like, World game event, you know what I mean? Mario World at the world game event or well, something like that. Right, because at a certain point, you're not playing for a country, which is what the Olympics are all about. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe, I, I do think though that, actually, fuck, does the Olympic license actually increase sales on this? It might be a hindrance. Honestly, it might be. Yeah. Because they're limited in what they can do. Exactly. Like if you just told me like, if it were Mario versus Sonic, yeah. I would be way more interested in that. Game. Yeah, but if even if you're playing the most basic stuff of like uh, gymnastics and you could get power-ups and it was like a Mario-type right. world, 
that might sound actually pretty fun, but it, it's probably the Olympics are like, well, no, you got to make it like yeah. the Olympics. Also, that would probably just be Mario Party at a certain point. Yeah, I guess so. That's kind of true. So they also have that. Yeah. Uh, but so I, as, as as we mentioned earlier, also haven't played this game. Usually no. we, we both have played the games that we review yeah. on this podcast, but because we haven't, we're not going to give it its retro score, which is basically what we thought of the game when it first came out. Oh, okay. uh, re- reviewing it subjectively. I'm telling you, not yeah, the, the no, listener no, already no, knows. Just, but It sounds good, actually. It's a good it's, idea. It's a great premise for yeah, a podcast. Yeah, it's a great premise. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're going to actually take a break, play the game, yeah. and then we're going to rate it as we think we would have liked it had we oh. played it back when it came out in 2007, 2008. You, you with me? You following yeah, me? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, we'll get there. I'll walk you through it. Don't okay, worry. thanks. And then we'll review it as it actually does mm-hmm. uh, hold up in the modern day against like some modern games uh, such as Death Stranding and Overwatch. Right. Okay. That makes sense. You guys should do about 170-ish episodes of this. I think it's pretty good. J- Wait. Just 170? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is our last episode. <laughs> this is our last episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. No, we promise we're never going to leave you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Me? Uh... Well, yeah, no, actually, I wouldn't do this podcast without you. Well, that's very nice of yeah. you. But it is weird because when we stop recording, mm-hmm. you take your headphones off, <laughs> the microphone shuts off, and you walk right past me. Past you and out right the out the door. I never take my shoes off, too. That's no, also no, 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 no. Just no. straight out the door. And you, it's like you try to find the muddiest unkempt trail now unshawn kempt trail to walk here (laughs) yeah yeah and just track mud in here and then blame me for my floors being dirty yeah yeah well it's your fault though so um i accept that (laughs) (laughs) let's hurry this thing along so i can leave it man eventually (laughs) okay okay? all right let's go take a break play mario (laughs) and sonic the olympic games wait oh before you go before you go yeah which event do you think will be the best oh that's a good question so what i have to keep in mind is that it's on the DS, so everything is going to be very touchscreen focused. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I would like to say something like boxing, but I don't know if it's going to be great using the... the you know what? It's going to be something dumb like long jump. I bet yeah. it's going to be the most fun. Like fencing. Yes. Oh, yeah. that could be good. That could yeah. be good. I bet you it is going to be something like that. Actually, shooting makes a lot of sense now that I've said it. Yeah. Like, why yeah. wouldn't that be good? That feels so simple. Archery. Archery, yeah. Archery's going to be great. Okay, there you go. So that's we're, my we're around the same same idea there. So which one are you choosing? Let's make it a competition. I'll say... <laughs> no, we're at the Olympics. Mikey and Andrew at the Olympics. Mikey and Andrew versus the Olympics. <laughs> we yeah. are the Lance Bean and, and Bill Riser. Bill Riser. God, they're just on our brains. Um, I will say... You know, I'll say track and field. I'll say track. Just running? Yeah, running. I think running's going to be good. Okay, I'm going to say archery then. Okay. I think I win already. No. Do we even need to play the game? Because I'm going to beat your brains on this game. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. All right, we'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. Bye. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, oh, baby. cute. Even just the text of Mario and Sonic, like the two different uh, font styles are really cool. That's a good point. Andrew, are you a design student? I wish. No, I was too busy with my clown college. (laughs) Designing a way to make kids laugh. All right, here we go. We're going to create data. And uh, guess what we're going to name ourselves? Uh, Ass69. Rastrograde. Oh, because ass. Yes. Nice. Uh, we can't re- So we're Rastrogra. That sounds like a, a, a lost battle by Russia <laughs> in World War II. The Battle of Rastrogra. <laughs> 1912. Rastrogra. <laughs> Lots of people. You think. cannot use this name. Ass, oh, is, in ass it. is in it. Ass is in it, Mario. It's very like. Uh, so what if my name is Cassandra? Let's try it. <laughs> I just love the idea that you type in Cassandra and they're like, we told you before, that's a disgusting <laughs> name. You, you, are, you are vile. <laughs> you, can't, you can't use this name. You can't use Cassandra. Because it what has about, ass in it. What about, uh, I know everything is going to be no. But what's another name that's got ass in it? Oh, um, penis. 
Yeah, penis. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, something with anal in it? Okay. This is a good use Here, of red time. Is a, this is a better game. This four is to like, four. All of a sudden, this is scribble knots. We're just seeing what we can type in there. Can you imagine being the guy that's like, hey, uh, Gerald, you need to you come up with- You use this name. You got to come up with 80 things they can't type. <laughs> and he's like, just, hey, who's that weird guy in the office? <laughs> the new hire with Tourette's? Just, yeah, just <laughs> yes. screaming things. He said, hey, uh, what's that word that we told you the other week you couldn't use in a public setting? He's like, bukkake? And they're like, perfect. <laughs> dinky. Let's see if we can get away with dinky. Oh, fuck. Dinky! We can get away with Dinky. Uh, I regret yelling that into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Table tennis. Well, the graphics aren't actually that bad. They're, they aren't that bad. The Nintendo DS was underrated for its graphical capability. Yeah, so all the players are sorted <laughs> out by different functionalities. Yeah, I guess so. When you think of skill, obviously you think of Peach... Tails, Waluigi, and Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. That is one group of united people doing a common <laughs> skill. How does Peach always find herself in, in these weird situations? Because she doesn't have a personality. That's true. They're That's just like true. imparting her with whatever you they don't what? have. She should develop one then. Yeah, exactly. This is her fault. Yeah. Um, so under power, we have Wario, Vector, Bowser, Knuckles. All around, Mario, big surprise, Amy, Luigi, and Blaze. Speed, Yoshi, that feels weird. Shadow, Daisy, and Sonic. Yoshi should be an all-around character. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Skill, Peach, Tails, Waluigi, Dr. Eggman. I'm going to go with Shadow. Peking University Gymnasium. Wow, they actually use the real sites of these. That's hey, cool. that IOC license, baby, that'll get you <laughs> far. The problem with this game might be that all the controls are so simple in everything because they have to. There's so many events. Exactly. They're not getting unique with anything. Like, they're just basically, let's get a game out. And that is one of the problems with a licensed game. You have to get it out at a certain time, right? So the, the, the rally is continuing. Mikey has done a good job of keeping the ball on the table. Okay, it's getting a little it's, better. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. So, so Express your thoughts. Well, so the controls... I, I, oh, Mike, you got the point. So we, you just hit that it's kind of Mario Tennis-esque in that the different buttons have a different uh, spin on mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. um, but as you're going, I don't feel like you have so much control over placement and the character models are so big yes. that I'm like, I don't know where I would shoot to like get it away from Vector. You know what yeah, I mean? He Vector, takes up the whole fucking screen. Vector takes up the whole table. So the other one too is, I will say, is the animation of the actual ping pong itself is actually really good. The way he serves is like, yeah. actually like the way people serve. It's yeah. not like Vector serving. Yes, exactly. Because it, we all know Vector serves. So. Vector Vector hardly knew her. Okay, okay and so Mikey's rallied it. in. He's down 4-2 here. It's match point still. Gotta watch out. So oh, I am, nice. I'm trying to, to put some curve on it and trick him a little bit. Yeah, you try to get him going one way and then you go the other way. Or, uh, oh shit, I lost. All in all, that was, and this this is one of the fears that I have. It felt like a mini game. It yes. Is every event going to feel like a mini game because it essentially is that? Oh, I'm in third place match. Shit, I didn't want that. You wanna go for bronze? <laughs> There's only one position in this event where you don't win a medal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta feel really shitty if you're the guy, the one guy that doesn't win Well, a medal. Andrew, I feel like we might feel very shitty. I think we might. All I'm going to say here is don't overthink it. Oh, shit. Okay, Andrew aces the return. So Andrew's rallying with Dr. Eggman here. Oh, I missed it because I tried to power it. Oh. I actually don't mind this. Really? I, it's kind of stupid. Maybe because you're winning. Maybe that's what it is. The winning always helps. I wouldn't know. Did that winner feel any different than the other shots you've hit? Or does it just feel like the game is expecting you to hit X number of shots at him and then eventually he misses. Uh, there is a little bit of that, but when you smoke a ball and he, like yeah, that, yeah, like that, and yeah. he doesn't return, you're like, fuck yes, I'm a bronze medalist. We should have 
gone to the Olympics. We really should. We gotta try archery. We gotta try archery, and we gotta try. Uh, what was? What did you? I athletics. said athletics. So like the running, because you could figure it out very fast. Use the stylus to draw the bow. Do you oh. have to draw a picture of a bow? Yeah, you have to draw a picture of a boat. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, I can't wait to see how you're going to do this, Mikey. That okay. sounded really complicated. Uh, I think I'm also just great at video games, so oh, I think wow. I'll be fine. Okay. Okay, it looked like Waluigi air guitar his He boat. did. He looked like he was playing guitar with it. He kind of pretty fucking does. cool. That's pretty awesome. That's okay. maybe the first cool thing Waluigi's ever done in his life. Uh, have you not seen his haircut in Mario <laughs> Tennis? That should be good. Bullseye, oh, baby. Bullseye. So I got the hang of it. It's cool. It, it has a lot more to do with patience than... Accuracy, which feels like what I would imagine uh, actual archery to be. Yeah, where where it's like you know you're doing the same thing every time. It's not about being super strong. Hem. So you have to you have to factor in the the wind direction yeah. and all that good stuff. So it is a little bit complicated. I don't mind the controls of archery being complicated. Oh, you got an unsatisfactory. Yeah, unsatisfactory. They good. did not like that for me. You take this one. I'll be the anchor. Okay, you be the anchor. There you go. Okay. All right, so, so I got four some points, points finally. Points. What do you think, Andrew? Would you be better at real archery or this? Have you ever done real archery? Yeah, like at like summer camps and stuff like yeah. that. Can you aim for that balloon in the background? Oh, that would be cool. Take it down the hot air balloon. Nine meters going to the left, eh? Yeah, so this is going to be a little bit harder. Bang! Bullseye, baby! Right down the Right pipe. down the middle. I had to aim almost off the board for that, that one. That was awesome. All right. Okay, um, so where to next? Let's go Let's go to the uh, athletics. 100 meters? That's that's what you thought? Or what did you... <laughs> I love... Yeah, 100 meters for sure. But there's also some question events. Like, <laughs> when are they going to unveil the 800? <laughs> we train, but we don't know what for. Yeah. Uh, so I think we want speed, right? Uh, Sonic for the 100 meters? Sonic, yeah. I think Sonic's a great choice. If Daisy's loses, also very famous fast, but Daisy yeah. is so fast. Fast. Yeah. Uh, if we lose, this is on us. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. we're controlling Sonic. We have the greatest. Oh, this is good. What? Oh, foul. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? You're eliminated from the Olympics. <laughs> oh, you're gaining up speed. You're gaining speed. Okay, we're officially at 11 seconds, 12 seconds. I don't think once you're in the teens, that's a good time for this event. Yeah, you know what? This is hard. The world record is 9.74. We've crossing 20 seconds, 21 seconds. <laughs> Bowser's collapsed. <laughs> Bowser's waking up from his nap by the time we get across the line. He's on his second cigarette. Oh, what, did so you hit an imaginary ball there? What I hit happened? an imaginary ghost, it looked like. Oh. And I think that's why I lost. And this is the Ben Johnson thing. <laughs> Just constantly hitting imaginary ghosts. You try it. This is going to be bad. It's it's not easy. Penalty. We're super, <laughs> we just got an emblem because we committed a penalty. Yeah. You know what it is, I think? For we the first time. sex with our partner on those cardboard beds. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yes. The, the, the cardboard didn't collapse. <laughs> but our morals certainly did. <laughs> oh, this. This sucks. Look, easy or hard, it's just not fun. It, this, no. is the tip. this is what I imagined a lot of things on the DS would be, where it's just yeah. rub the touch screen as fast as you can. That wasn't a lot of fun. And that was your bet for best one? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's, There's got to so be, many we got to find some more good ones. Like so far, archery, I think was the best. Archery is the best one. I like table tennis though. Table tennis, yeah. Fencing. Let's do fencing. Fencing's got to be good. All around. Let's go Luigi. Let's give yeah. Luigi a shot. You nerd. He is He's a bit of a nerd. <laughs> and a cuck, probably. <laughs> yeah, he is a cuck. <laughs> what if, like, you could actually stab your opponent? Because <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're not wearing... Oh, uh, look who it is. Is the ref. Oh, it's uh, Toad, obviously. <laughs> I thought that the more complicated controls would make this one feel better. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Tails versus Luigi. The battle we've all been waiting for. The sidekick battle. Yes, we. J I just couldn't wait to see um, who was the bigger cuck. <laughs> holding a sword. Holding a... Tails, of course, holding a sword. Tails with a knife. 
En garde. Imagine signing up for like, yo, you got you get to voice a Nintendo game, and it's like, how's your French? And you got oh. tagged by Tails. So if you if you hit them and they defend you, you kind of get staggered a little bit, and you yeah. just have to rub back and forth. The number this has to be the Nintendo game that says rub the most. Yeah, I think so. It's probably up there with. Nothing else? Well, you're you're not paying attention to fanfic, obviously. Yeah, oh, you're right. I need to get back on the dark web. <laughs> All right, so you want to do some aquatics? Yeah, let's do some you aquatics. You want to live the life aquatic? Sure, I think that's a good idea, but with who? I was thinking Steve Zissou's been free lately. Oh, no, what? Come on, he's off making movies. Oh, Steve. But okay, what about Sue George? <laughs> oh, yeah. The guy who sings the David Bowie covers. Sue Want to go all around on this one? Let's go all around. Let's go Amy. Okay, Amy, come on. We need you here. All around, uh, hedgehog, I'd mm-hmm. like to fuck. Yeah. Hilf. Is that your most sexy hedgehog in this game? Yeah, have you seen Shadow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is actually pretty complicated, but it sounds very, like, organic to what it is actually like to swim. Yeah, because I always have a stylus when I'm swimming. I do. You gotta yeah. have one nearby at all times. Well, yeah, how do I know what to wear? <laughs> okay, so Mikey's going in a circle with the stylus. But needs to breathe every once in a while. I don't love the fact that we have a circle to, to, to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's tracing it out here. Oh, he's speeding up. He's speeding up. You just got to be Sonic here. Your compatriot, possible lover, possible sibling. I'm not sure what. Oh, oh it is tight. Boy. It's so tight. Oh, boy. Oh, oh that was close. It was Good close. Job. It's a little bit easier to do than the 100 meter dash. I don't love. So like they said, each <laughs> character has a different pattern that they have to draw. Yeah. And I feel like the circle would definitely be the hardest. Gymnastics. Let's try gymnastics. Because I don't know what that's going to be like. Trampoline. Right? Oh, trampoline. All around. I feel like you need a little bit of everything for that. Yeah. So let's, let's go, go blaze. Blaze. Actually, we haven't done Mario yet. No, and it, it's a me, it's a Mario. Love. Yeah. It's a you, it's a Mario. It's the titular, it's it the ain't eponymous. A me, babe. No, 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 it's a Mario, babe. It's a Mario you're looking for, babe. Use the stylus to play oh the game. God. It's okay. So it's telling you, yeah, you have little commands that you can do, and it's getting you more and more just complicated. You basically have to slide in a direction. And yeah. then make sure to jump again when you go up. Yes, there we go. nailed we got it. it. Down. So once it starts to get into the diagonals, it's a little bit more tough, but I, I think I'm getting the hang of it now. So it nice. is cool because the stylus movements kind of mimic what you're going to do. So you have this weird loop-de-loop one that uh, that makes you do a flip, which is neat. Finished. Okay, and so Mikey's I did 10 done. out of 10. Yeah. I got 10 out of 10. Not bad. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the scores are. What do you? What would you rate me? Like on looks? Like a 7? Mental health. Let's do the Twitter thing. Boy, negative two. (laughs) So I won first place. You won first place. Our first gold medal. We won a gold medal. We won gold. Do you want to try cycling and then that's it? Or are we ending with the gold? Well, now you've already said, so we got to do it. Okay, well, I mean, so you better fucking win gold. I like that you win an award for having won a gold medal. Yeah, it wasn't just winning the gold medal. Now you win. The friends you made along the way. (laughs) Yeah. Cycling. Yoshi. Yoshi. Lasso. Who said it better? Honestly, you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mental health, Yoshi talking ability. <laughs> Adjust your speed so the stamina meter doesn't run out or pick up hearts oh, as you do in the Olympics. Okay, okay, so this is a little bit more okay. Mario Karting. Oh, so oh, you I, so you I, have to I, monitor I, the heart. You have to monitor your heart because you might have a heart attack. Yeah, I might uh, die of a heart attack. As Yoshi, I mean, we've always worried about Yoshi and his heart. Red meat and red wine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got gout. Final lap. Can he do it? Can Andrew catch up? He's got some serious speed now. If he picks up a heart, he won't need to slow down. First oh, place. No, no, I just died. No. Oh, no. I just died at the last second. Okay, okay, I learned something now. To keep sprinting till the finish. And welcome back to the retrograde. Three, two, one.
I'm gout. <laughs> gout. Halt. Um, yeah, we just went to the Olympics with Mario and Sonic. Turns out, I'm kind of glad I'm not an Olympic athlete. Yeah, it sounds awful, actually. <laughs> Do you, you, weird thing is, is you watch the opening ceremonies. Yes. Did anyone have a stylus with them that whole time? Uh, you know what? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> so. The opening ceremonies, I do love. The, it, like, it's something about like even though as futuristic as television presentation gets, hosting the opening ceremonies of Olympics, no matter what country you're currently listening in, everybody does the same thing. Where like it's like a charming three person booth, yes. or, you know, a man and a woman, and they're going back and forth. They're like, uh, "What am I, Carmen Sandio? Well, look at all this geography." Like they're telling all these little. <laughs> these are the three pre-written jokes that I have for yeah. each country. This is why you and this is an athlete you need to watch out for. Oh yeah, very good. And they're just going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Except if you're the South Korean television news, because they got in trouble for only broadcasting. You didn't hear this? No. I thought I said this to you. It, it only using stereotypes of countries. So when Ukraine came out, they uh, have a picture of Chernobyl. And oh, whoa, what? Yes. So a little picture of Chernobyl, like you might know Ukraine because of the nuclear accident that oh, happened there. My God. And then it was like, oh, God. And so. First of all, like I can get the thinking behind it going like, you know, this country because of this, right, even right, though that right. is not really great. But then they got into, then Romania came up and it was a picture of Dracula. No. <laughs> <laughs> a fictional character. What did they do for, for America? Uh, probably a cheeseburger. I have no idea. But like, it's just so funny. of like, it's like Chernobyl. Yeah, well, that's very sad. That did happen. And it's like Romania. Watch out, Dracula. <laughs> What? Oh, maybe laugh. That's like how uh, Philadelphia has a statue of Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I I think that is like right on the nose and perfect for that. Like it's like we're so proud of Rocky. <laughs> it's like you know he's fake, right? It's like, Shut up! Shut up! Run the steps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone does. Everyone does. I did. I would. Mm -hmm. It was great. If did I a went. couple push-ups up top. It was amazing. Just a couple. Is it tiring running up those steps? Uh no. It's actually not as big as uh, like there there are bigger steps. I, I feel like it's only tiring because he just ran around the entire city first. We, it's, it's right down the middle of a boulevard, like an eight-lane boulevard. So, like, you could see where he ran yes. from. It's really cool, actually. Actually, Philadelphia's a great town. Go visit it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, don't go visit Beijing in 2008 <sighs> yeah. for Marion Sonic at the Olympic Games. This was so underwhelming. This was so... This, this hmm. is the epitome to me of Nintendo DS. This era of Nintendo from, like, the Wii to the DS, to the Wii U, to the 3DS, relied so much on gimmick. Yeah. That, uh, there. don't get me wrong, there were some fucking great games, especially handheld, like mm -hmm. on the, the DS and 3DS, uh, but there were so many stinkers that just relied... <laughs> just, I don't know, stinkers. Just <laughs> little stinkers. Little stinkers <laughs> that just relied on gimmicks and the touchscreen. The best thing to me about the, the DS is when you don't really need the touchscreen. Mm. You know, like yeah. on the 3DS, you don't need the 3D. I turn that off completely when I play it. So this, to have it so heavily rely on it, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, how fun is it to just waggle a stylus back and forth on a screen. Not at all. Not at all. And and when when you have all these different types of events that you can do, but they really fall into three different control categories, right. that's not a lot of fun. Stylus, uh, button press, and stylus and button press. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what you have. And, and it just feels, and it reminds me as well on like the Wii when the, the, the appeal was still like, isn't it cool that you move your arms to interact with the screen? But even still, the, the movement didn't really translate to real activity all that well. I could see the Wii version being a little bit better, yeah. but eventually the hundred meter dash, I guarantee you, you're just moving yeah. the, the nunchuck and the and the the Wii mote up and down, and that's it. Like your arms, yes. yeah, that's yeah. all you're doing. Yeah, 
And it's just like, that's not enough for me. No, it also, like, what skill is there? Yeah. Moving your arms? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That doesn't even feel like whatever. Like, you know, at least when it came to something like the trampoline. Sure. Where you had to do, like, a a series of, like, Parappa the Rapper type, like, you know, movements with your your controller. Right, right. Almost rhythm Dance, dance, revolution is a better example. And you're like, okay, cool. So that actually makes a little bit of sense. It's an artistic sport. So you're doing something artistic and precision. Right. Totally get it. Right. 100 meter dash is just like back forth, back forth, back forth. I don't know. I don't get Everything, it. every game in this, every event in this feels like it would be, it's hard until you figure it out and then it's enormously easy. Yeah. Like, well, I feel like once you get the hang of it, you're never losing again. Uh, and that would be the same for archery because once we kind of got the hang of it, yeah. it was like 10, 10, 9. Yeah. Same thing with shooting. It was like once we got the hang of it, we didn't miss another uh, clay pigeon. No. Uh, or real pigeon. No. they were flying all over the place. Yeah, they shouldn't give us extra bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just holding up the judges. Give me a perfect I, score, dickheads. I remember when I walked onto the field, they were like, you can't have two guns. Yeah. And I said, bring it. And then... Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see you take it from me. <laughs> I also brought a dog. He was shooting. And then I'm like, show me in the rule book where a dog can't play this game. <laughs> Since they were in the rules here. Um, uh, Airbud, underrated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, I can imagine supremely <laughs> overrated, actually. Um, but other than that, like... I, Hair trigger bud? No, I'm just trying to think. Now I'm trying well, to Well, trigger is like a... That's a good That's a good dog name. Yeah, but Airbud, right? So, like, oh, I'm just trying to think, like... Airsoft bud. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. You also just go air gun. <laughs> air gun? Yeah. 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 Three letters? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, there we go. So, it's going to be more of a dramatic AR, thing. AR bud. AR bud. Oh, my. There you go. Crushing it. That's great. <laughs> um, but other, like, I think there's honestly, we could spend more time thinking about names for a dog that shoots guns <laughs> than we could playing the events in this game. The number of events we did and we went, oh, okay. And just, like, immediately knew it's like, wow, this is not good. There was one that we played twice, and that was fencing. Because yeah. it, it had the illusion of depth. Yes. But it wasn't. The controls were so unresponsive. And it just didn't feel good even when you were winning. Mm-hmm. Um, the table tennis, which we started off yeah. with, you actually kind of liked that. I did. I did like that one. It felt it felt the most competitive in a way of like, you know, like when we, you know, not to beat up 100 meters all the time, but it was like, we got 20 seconds, the winner got 9.5, and you're like, yeah. hmm, yeah, something's yeah, yeah, wrong yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like at least table tennis was immediately competitive. And you're like, oh, I could imagine I'd get better at right, this. Right, right. Uh, so I, I did like the table tennis. But even even like 100 meters was hard until we realized that the the waggling of the stylus just has to take place in between those two uh, yes. rectangles, and then it's not so hard anymore. And 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 then it, it's just boring. Yeah. Like, like that's that's ultimately what it comes down to. You know, we often talk about like the Pokemon Snap syndrome. Yep. Of you put the the uh, oh, the overlay good question. on on a game and does the fact that Sonic and Mario and their cast of uh, their motley crew of characters are, yeah. are in Beijing, um, which uh, do they have their passports? I don't know. How they get there? Where do they come from? Yeah. That's, How long are they staying? It, are they it, leaving the country together? Did or is Blaze going to disappear? Yeah. Uh, live in China forever. Because I've heard Blaze has been talking to some uh, some some sleeper cells. Yeah. And we got to be, and this is Sam Fisher, the splinter cell a splinter himself. Cell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A game we will definitely do. We should eventually. Yeah. Yes. And probably enjoy quite a bit more than this. A lot more depth in that game than this. But I but can it, only imagine. It, it brings up the question of like, <laughs> Sam Fisher's got to run. Back forth, back forth, back forth, back forth, back forth. <laughs> Shoot a gun. Yeah. Fencing time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember the fencing level in this game. The, uh, well, Maybe if someone's stealing things and they're trying to find a fence. Well, that's that, true. That seems like something you're trying to stop, though. That'd be a good L.A. Noir level. Ooh. 
The fence? Uh, the missing fence. And you're just like, <laughs> like drawing a chalk line around a missing fence. <laughs> I'm like, who stole this fence? <laughs> um, I, 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 I think, though, the comparison to Pokemon Snap is interesting because even though we say the mechanics of Pokemon, yeah, my comparison. You, you said it's interesting? Yeah. You brought it up. I know. Okay. That's what I brought it up because I think it's interesting. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it up. And I am the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I will take my life when I have to. Um, the uh, the 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 comparison is one I do want to make though because we say that the mechanics of Pokemon Snap are garbage, are dog shit. Sorry, like dog shit, dog shit. Um, uh, but the Pokemon overlay helps. Mm-hmm. I think though the mechanics of Pokemon Snap are way better than this one. Yeah. I think the mechanics of this game are. Dogger well, shitter, <laughs> doggier, shittier than Pokemon Man. Snap, and the overlay just does not help. Theme of the episode and the narrative of the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so I agree with you, but I think something that Pokemon did really well is they said, "Well, this is a completely unique situation." Sure, sure. So I have nothing to compare it to. I don't have anything to like. You know, everything is new and fresh and fun and stuff like that. And they also kept the controls incredibly painfully simple. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this is like, hey, there's 24 events and it's 24 different ways to do it. It's like, okay, that can only be bad. You right. just know going into it, you're like, oh, that's gonna be bad. Well, is there is there something to say then about the fact that Pokemon Snap uses simplistic controls to be to 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 highlight mm-hmm. the fact that the game is about the world of the Pokemon. Right. Whereas in this game, the world of Mario and Sonic are yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But they're used to just kind of make this tried and failed control mechanism try to seem better. Whereas, like, one is about the world mm. and one is about the controls, ultimately. Because ah. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is about the controls. Right. Um, Mary, uh, Pokemon Snap is about living in that world. So I think that the skin applied over Pokemon Snap is a lot more effective than the skin that's applied over Well, Mario I would agree with you because it also is organic. Like Pokemon Snap taking pictures of Pokemon. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, get yeah, my head yeah. around this. Where it's like Mario and Sonic are at the Olympics. So like, I don't How rem- fucking dare you? <laughs> Why? They're the fastest and the strongest. They are? And the best at shooting bows. Yes, right. I forgot about Everyone that. Everyone knows that Sonic loves shooting bows. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I, I didn't. Yeah, and throwing bows, throwing bows. He's a good rebounder. Yes, so basketball wasn't part of it. This should have been basketball part of it. Should have been. Um, is, uh, yeah, no. It just it ultimately just is just kind of boils down to nothing. Yeah, like it just boils down to a middle of yuck. I almost feel like doing one of those older games like track and field would feel exactly the fucking same as this. Maybe even better because the stylus isn't involved. There's nothing about stylus controls that I find fun. No. It just feels tacked on. Something we got to keep in mind for more 3D games in the yes. future we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. A 3DS, excuse me. Is that or like... Just, this is just regular DS, yeah. Oh, regular yeah, DS. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, yeah, that stylus really uh, fucks it up. It really it really can. Uh, we, we took some time. I mean, we were more stylus literate Mm-hmm. At that point in time, this is pre-iPhone. Yeah. Right? Well, that's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Um, so as we said, you and I don't have any experience having played this game right. back when it first came out. So we have to imagine what we would have thought about this game when it did come out. Right. So our first review out of four bits is going to be just that, Andrew. So if you had played this game back in 2007 or 2008 when it came out, what do you think you would have rated this? Okay. So I was a pretty stupid child. I've said this many times on the podcast. Yes. And I think I would have... 
Okay, so this is a naturally competitive game where you're like, I have all these little skills I need to do. Instead sure. of like saying, I'm going to beat Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a big game. It's going to take a long time. You say, you say that a lot. I do. I just kind of walk into rooms like Kramer <laughs> bursting through the door and going, I'm going to beat Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and you're like, at what? And you're like, I don't know. I'll find him and beat the shit out of him. Is like, that is a, a task. Whereas this one is like micro transactions where I can just go like, man, I'm going to get really good at archery. Sure, you know? sure. And I think as a child, I... As much as I, we talk about those, those, the first times you ever recognized that you're like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is yeah. bad. Because yeah. you, as a kid, we're only exposed to so many games and you'd often think, oh, this has to be good. It's just me. I, it has to be good. And so when you get two of my favorite characters in the world coming together at the Olympics, which I like, yep. and I would have found a way to find the competitiveness in this. Before you give your rating. Can I just remind you? 2007. This is 2007. Oh, man. Okay. Um, then take take everything back. <laughs> uh, kind of an adult at that point. This game sucks. This game really sucks. <laughs> I would have hated it then. Uh, I'm going to give it a one. A one. A one. It just, it like, there's there's very little redeemable qualities. Yeah, yeah. And especially that you're paying essentially like a full price game. Oh, that's like insane. what what is what is the point? Oh. I, I agree with you. So you're you're going with a one out of four on that one. Can I tell you if I was a child, I was gonna give it a two? Like, I, if I, I was would a child, that. yeah. I, I would have maybe even gone two and a half or yeah. something or something yeah. along those lines. But I, I think the con the context of 2007 is mm -hmm. enormous. Mm -hmm. The 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 appeal of the touchscreen has already worn off. The appeal of the Nintendo Wii to me has already peeled uh, worn off. Oh, um, banana uh, peeled. Banana peeled off. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's soft. It's yellow because it's cowardly. Because they're not willing to uh, improve upon the formula. They're just <sighs> cowards re reverting to some tr old formula that's like, isn't it cool to touch a screen? I'm like, no, it's not. Bananas. The coward of the, the fruit world. We we know we know that. We know that's, that's why, true. That's why monkeys are so good at dominating that. Yeah. Bananas just love getting cucked <laughs> by monkeys. Um, so, I yeah, there, nothing redeeming about this one. And here's the thing. It was 2007. I would have had enough money and the console to buy it if I were the least bit interested. Yeah. But I wasn't. Not even in Sonic and Mario. You talked about, would this have done better if it weren't an Olympic game? Mm -hmm. And I think so. Because when I saw that it was an Olympic tie-in, I thought, sellout. I thought, rushed game. I thought this was just a cash grab. Yeah. And it turns out that's kind of the yeah, case. Probably. There's no real love in there. Uh, so I would have given this one uh, uh, a one out of four as well. Okay, well, there you go. So two ones. That's a two out of uh, eight. Oof, that's scared. This is not boating very well the, for the, yeah. It's not boating very well. So here's here's a little concession I got to make as I do my current score, okay? Yeah. There's not a lot different than I would think in 2007 I, than yes. I would think in 2021. Yes. I'm kind of the same person. I was a fully functioned adult at that point. And now in the same way, I think I'm all I'm it's it's in between 0.5 and 1, right? And I I, can, I think I have to give it a 1 again because there is a certain sense of appeal of it being an Olympic game yeah. and having two major iconic characters going to that game. There's a reason why you and I looked at a list of games and went Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. Yes. I think there's a certain appeal to that where we stuck with this. And I will say, Mikey and I played this game a little bit longer than we played some other games. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, even yeah. though it's super frustrating, that does say something that it's offering a different variety yes. of skill sets. And, and even though the execution is terrible, terrible, it does say something that we did play it, wanted to play it, and then played it for a, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a one, not a 0.5. So a one. Yeah, I think the for the, I, I'm I'm exactly there with you. It's it's a one for me as well. Oh, and go. I think it's, it's, it's literally because all of the, issues that I would have had with it in 2007 are the same issues now. The same yeah. reasons I didn't want to play 
uh, uh, cheap ripoff shovelware versions of a DS game <laughs> yeah. uh, is is the same reason that I don't want to play that type of DS game now. You know, the DS hasn't aged better or worse for me. The DS is still the DS. Touchscreen right. is still a touchscreen. Mario and Sonic are not going to do anything more or less to improve or detract from the experience mm. now as it would have in 2007. So yeah. I'm right there with you. Nothing has changed. Well, this game go. is still dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two twos and that's a four out of 16. Yikes. A four out of 16. Yikes. Uh, I think there's a lot coming uh, this game's way in terms of awards oh, boy. or uh, or I don't know what would you call it if it's a bad award? Uh, 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 dishonorable discharge. Dishonorable marks of dishonor. Oh, mark of the beast. Mark of the beast. Yes, of course. Every six that's applied, and if you get three bad ones, obviously yes, exactly. you are going to hell. Yes. Yeah. And and oh, it seems great there. <laughs> All inclusive. Oh, Ooh. Sounds amazing. What if? Oh, here's a question. Okay. Can't wait. There are people out there who mm-hmm. pay to be tortured. Yes. You know. Within a sexually, sexually, I mean, or non-sexually too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, would those people go to heaven as their punishment? Well, I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a Rick and Morty episode this season, kind of about that too. Oh, really? Where they're like, they're like, you know, because I hate it, that means I love it, which I, which means I hate it, which means I love it. <laughs> and you're like, man, that's gets your head gets around it so fast. <laughs> You're like, oh, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Yeah, because you're like, you're like, oh no, I'm going to hell. It's like that's terrible. And then you're like, oh. And then he's like, oh, don't do that. Stop. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do something else. What if I made you? What if I showed commitment to you? And they're like, ah. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love ah, you so much. I'm gonna love you forever. Yeah. Meet yeah. my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. What does that say? The band's warming up. Oh my god. We gotta, we gotta get go. The fuck out of here. Okay, we gotta go. You know what happens if we're here when the band plays? Oh my god. Oboes are on. Let's get out of here. <laughs> You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, Jesus. Okay, we're back. Wow. Thank God. Oh, my God. That, that was, was a close, close one. Yeah. That was close. That's like uh, Reboot. Yes. If you don't get out of the game before the game's mm-hmm. over, you're stuck in there forever. It's it's like in the titular Darkness Falls when yes. darkness starts falling. If darkness falls <laughs> oh, and no, it falls, falls on really. you... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even supposed to be Jeff Foxworthy. It sounded like exactly like Jeff Foxworthy. It's Jeff Fallsworthy. Yes. If darkness falls. <laughs> what is this? You were so much better when you weren't trying. <laughs> now you're doing like Foghorn Leghorn. If I say, I say, if darkness falls. Um, if there's an old woman in the dark chasing you, you might be in darkness falls. <laughs> you got some duct tape on the... The light switch. Yeah. You might be in Darkness Falls. <laughs> if you think the lighthouse is the safest place to be, you might be in Darkness Falls. Oh, flickering light and a naked old lady standing at the edge of it. You might be in Darkness Falls. Your mom being taken by a creature of the night. You might be in Darkness Man, Falls. we remember a lot about this movie. This this very forgettable movie. Okay, so you think your boyfriend's safe gets thrown up against the top of the garage? You might be in Darkness Falls. It is funny how these movies from your youth burrow into your head and you're like, that movie. And so if someone said, hey, is Darkness Falls good? I'm like, oh yeah, Darkness Falls is a good movie. I am thinking of the wrong movie. I think I'm thinking of Lights Out. Oh, what's Lights Out? Isn't that a more premise? Which one's Darkness Falls? Darkness Falls, like uh, like an old woman haunts the thing and she comes out when it's dark. Oh, so it's probably the same movie. Same movie. Yeah. There was, so uh, Emily Blunt and and, uh, Dwayne Dwayne The Rock Johnson are in, no wait, relax, are in Jungle Cruise. (laughs) Are in Jungle Cruise that comes out uh, last weekend. And the director, and I was like, who's this director? And he's made absolute 
Dog shit. Dog shit movies his whole career. And the, But they were like, uh, the high one was some movie, and I can't remember what it was. But the low one was House of Wax. I'm like, oh, House of Wax was a good movie, though. That's not a terrible movie. <laughs> That's what I said. And, yeah. like, and it is. It's probably awful. But it's like one of those ones where it hit me like when I was like 14, and I yeah, got to yeah, 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 go yeah, to a yeah. movie with a girl, and I'm like, this is great. This is the art. This is a peak of cinema. Paris Hilton and Chad Michael Murray. And when, when have you ever seen those two titans on the screen ever again? You got a hot bod, <laughs> but you're made of wax. You might be in House of Wax. <laughs> if you're secretly still alive, but there's a casing of wax on the outside, you might be in a house of wax. You might be in the dominatrix place again. <laughs> um, so Elliot has been tapping his feet oh, a la Sonic yeah. when you leave him. Eating a chili cheese dog. When you, when you leave him uh, 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 without pressing the joystick right. a bit, he starts tapping his mm -hmm. watch. Like, mm -hmm. what you doing? And that's what Elliot's doing. Elliot, will you reach into your illegal swimming uniform <laughs> that helped you break the record in 2008? And uh, 2008? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, reveal the rewards for today. I love it. The Worst Buy Hall of Fame. Aww. And... The New Mexican Landfill. E.T. Phone Home. And... The hermetically sealed vault of expectations. And... <laughs> no, 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 no. The Uva Bowl Memorial Dead Pixel Trophy. Shut the fuck up. Oh my goodness. God, that was a lot of ands. That was a, too many ands. Oh my God. Um, Should use ampersands instead. What, what is this? Uh, what is this? Uh, 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 a law firm after a merger? <laughs> so many ands. So many ands. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was, that's insane. That has to be up there with some of, one of the game's most uh, acclaimed? Uh, I don't know what word that yeah, is. Yeah, whatever word that is. We got to figure what, what, yeah. what that is for the bad awards. If razzed. Maybe razzed. Razzed? Yeah. Yeah. Dishonored? Um, uh, dishonored. Well, we said, we said that already. Yeah, but I liked, I liked it. I liked it. I just was, I didn't know if you like acknowledged Are you rehashing it. things you talked about five <laughs> minutes ago? You might be on the Retrograde Podcast. <laughs> well, that's so true. Yeah. Uh, if you at home have an idea of what we should call the awards that we give to Ooh, bad know, baby. games. Get at us at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, at um, Retrograde Pod. So uh, just to, to, to kind of give a summary there, so the Juve Bowl Memorial Dead Pixel Trophy is basically the opposite of our Hall of Fame. It's yeah. a six or less. The New Mexican Landfill. Actually, I feel like we should change the Juve Bowl Dead Pixel Memorial Trophy. To what, four or less? Yeah, or even let two or... Two or less, because think about it. If the Chevy Silverado, like a Rock, oh. Dwayne Johnson, Johnson family is fourteen and higher, so it should be two because it, it goes out at fourteen and sixteen. So, so it should listen, be two or everything less. that's in there can stay in there. Okay, you know this isn't a darkness fall situation. We're making a change from this episode on. From this episode onwards, I'm listen. I'm changing right now. No, you're you're doing this. You're doing this. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I'm changing the formula, and let's see. Look, we don't know. Is it good? Oh, it doesn't win it anymore. It doesn't win it. It doesn't win it. Uh, so that's good to know for next time. I think that's more fair. Yeah. And I'm, you know, retroactively, I think we should go back and change that. Okay. Uh, but we'll be able to let people know uh, afterwards. Okay. Which ones are have made the cut and which ones haven't. Makes sense. Um, so the so that one, uh, the New Mexican land landfill is a retro score below three. Okay. Uh, which obviously this one gets. Yeah. The worst buy Hall of Fame is a current score below a three, which obviously very much so and the hermetically sealed vault of expectations is one i love the exact same score before in the retro score and after mm -hmm. in the current score and and this one it, for very odd reasons probably yes. unlike any other game receives that award for that reason scott pilgrim won it lost vikings won it alien hominid won it uh and hmm. enter the matrix won it so we we had Whoa. we had a run of them but uh but not as many as as maybe uh you might think 
Mikey, it is fun when we talk about the old games because there's certain ones of them. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Alien Hominid. Totally yeah. forgot about that. And it's, you know, that mix has good and bad games on it. Yes, Lost it Vikings, does. great game, but still hermetically sealed can be good or bad. Right? Yeah. Enter the Matrix. Not so crazy. Not so great. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Um, so that's great. Look, three uh, awards, you know, subtracting the UA Bowl, Dead Pixel, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know what? As I'm looking at this, we will litigate this off pod. Okay. But all of our lower scores are below a three. Our higher scores for like the Field of Childhood Dreams or the retro score, seven or higher. Oh. We made a fucking mistake. We made a huge mistake. At least we figured it out within 170 episodes. Yeah, exactly. Once we get to that 171, then it's all downhill from there. But mark our words, starting next <laughs> week, the awards will be accurate. Accountability. <laughs> count the balance. Count the votes. Stop the count. But we can't officially apologize for it. No, we can't. Because we're in the middle of a legal we, dispute. We, you, if you expect an apology, the best I can say is... We dropped the ball. We dropped the ball. <laughs> Guys, we dropped the ball. Um, I actually... There's parts of me, too, that want to, like, redo the awards to, like, in a certain aspect of, like, we want to add more. We want to make right, it, like, right. more diverse and, like, changing stuff. And I know I've reached out in the past and we've gotten some responses, but if you have ideas of awards oh, I love that. I love you that. think we're missing, areas you don't think we're hitting on here a little bit, maybe the biggest difference between Mikey and Andrew. Like, oh, maybe there's something like right. that. Maybe, you know, let us know because we want it. We want to build it out and have more and more awards. I like that. We can have as many as we want because this, as we've said, is the smartest spreadsheet the world has it's ever incredible. seen. No, it's incredible. Uh, it, I'm worried about it gaining sentience. <laughs> It's so smart. It's going to beat me in chess one day. <laughs> Daisy. Yeah. Daisy. King to right rook. And you're like, fuck you, spreadsheet. Beat me again. Oh, my God. Okay. We've gotten way I'd, off track I'd rather, here. I'd rather play chess than Marion's on at the Olympics, though. I surprised chess wasn't, an, uh, wasn't a sport you could play. It should be an Olympic sport. Should, actually, why isn't it an Olympic sport? It's not physical. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay, so you know what? Yeah. 50-pound chess pieces. <laughs> Well, you heard of boxing chess, right? No. So there's a real one where they so they box around and then they sit in the middle of the ring and do uh, five minutes of chess and then they go to another round and then they just it's, they That's just keep going awesome. back and forth. That's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. It's a really cool idea too because you're like the second round, your brain's still not working that great at that yeah, point. Yeah. You know? Well, so, you've been punched a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> you've been punched in the head a lot. Um, or is it like maybe you just you get a ringer of a chess player in there, just like and just like hold guard. That's yeah. all you do. Just get <laughs> pull, punched pull a lot. Homer Simpson. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Always a sign that we love the game when we talk about anything but in the second half of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it makes for a good second half. Though. It does. It does. We we don't. We you know the thing is, Mike and I had a lot of fun playing the game, not because of the game. Yes, but because we had fun doing it on the podcast with you because we love every single one of you, and we can't wait to do this again soon. My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, Mister Bebop himself. Oi. The Bad Boy Podcast. Well, I thought you liked Mister Bebop. Oh, I do. I I like both of them. Okay. Mr. Bebop himself, Oi. the bad boy of podcasting, hey, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. And remember, 
remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. You trying to put it in your mouth? Yeah. Not even close. No, I'm not even close. <laughs> you did? Oh! <laughs>